Welcome. You're listening to the Bulldog Educator Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Kirsten Wilson. Thank you so much for listening. Music created for the Bulldog Educator is by David Galvez. Podcast platform is through anchor.fm. Hi, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, Getting Personal and Real. So if you haven't noticed, I haven't put a podcast out for a few weeks. Um, There's been a lot going on, and so I want to just kind of share this with you. I actually um, wrote out this podcast about three weeks ago and have been sitting on it for a little bit because um, what I'm about to share with you is something that makes me super vulnerable, and I'm not really excited about that. Um, But I also think it needs to be said because, you know, when you have experiences in your life, um, sometimes your experience is something somebody else needs to hear about. And so I'm just going to get started with this, but please know that what I'm sharing with you is something really super vulnerable and personal. And I hope that you'll hold that with kindness and tenderness and gentleness as I share this with you. So uh, you all know there's been a lot of talk about self-care with educators since the beginning of the pandemic. It's kind of like uh, the new buzz phrase. And I know that some teachers, when they hear the word self-care, they want to roll their eyes in the back of their head and say, get real. So um, they've also heard about completing the stress cycle, taking care of yourself so you can take care of others and so on. And I'm always the first to tell my family and friends and team, take care of you. However, I'm the first to pick up their things so that they can. Um, And so that puts me in a bad spot. I recently had a huge wake-up call. And like I said before, this is super vulnerable what I'm about to share. So please know that I'm not sharing for sympathy or for shock. I'm really sharing because I want somebody else to hear my story. And maybe they'll hear my story before they're in the spot that I'm in. Or I was. I was pushing. Ignoring my body screaming, I'm tired, and telling me that there was no more gas in the tank. And so, my body took over. I was at a photo shoot after fighting the worst migraine I've ever had, as far as I can remember. And while I was getting ready for that photo shoot, I passed out. Paramedics and all were called. Now, this is something in my younger years, I actually, the passing out part, did fairly frequently. I've been examined by medical professionals with no conclusive diagnosis, and in every situation when this happened, it was a combination of lack of sleep, stress, and just not paying attention to the signals my body was sending that it needed a break. So I shared this in hope that I can help someone else. So what has happened since? And I'll be honest, in the last few weeks, I'm still trying to work on this. I've realized that it's hard for me to know when I'm neglecting myself. That means getting the sleep that I need, you know, taking care of myself. My childhood, I was taught to power through. I also had a lot of trauma in my house and my needs were not met. I was neglected and modeled what needs of a woman were, were not important. And if you were sick in my childhood home as the mom, you still got up and took care of everyone and everything. I thought that was being a good person. It was not. It was neglect to my own needs. Number two, when I put my needs and space for margin for those, for those needs as a priority, because I had trained everyone to expect that I would sacrifice my needs for theirs, 
When I started to prioritize, there was pushback and it was uncomfortable. I didn't like the uncomfortable. And so I would revert back to their needs, giving up myself as a priority. And I have had to the last few weeks teach myself to be okay with the uncomfortable. Um, whether we acknowledge it or not, when we set margins um, or space for ourselves and we don't take on other people's things, those other people that have gotten used to taking on those other things, they have to take them back and they don't want to. <laughs> I mean, and I think it's fairly unconscious. I don't think it's intentional, but they will try every which way to make you feel uncomfortable so you will take it back. And so I have to sit in that uncomfortability because ultimately, if I take it back, I'm not taking care of myself and I need to take care of myself. Number three, I know that I'll push to do something on my list of to-dos because it's on my to-do list instead of giving myself grace. For example, I walk every day of the week three miles Monday through Friday and five miles on Saturday and five miles on Sunday. I do it even when I don't feel well. Remember that model of neglect? So I'm going to give myself the need, I'm going to need to learn to give myself that grace. And when I don't feel well, letting myself know that it's okay that I have permission not to walk on that day. Number four, I don't give myself permission to have fun until I've finished all the quote unquote work whatever the work may be. I have to give myself permission slips. Much like Brene Brown talks about writing herself permission slips to be and do certain things that she would have held back otherwise due to shame, I'm rust, I have to write myself the permission slips and not just think them. I actually physically have to write myself the permission slip to be that it's okay that I don't finish my to-do list. So, as I determined that this is what this episode would be, I did a few things. I gave myself a weekend all by myself to go and visit some of my closest friends. I shared with one of them some of what I've shared with you, and she cried. She, she is in this place. I also woke up with a migraine while I was on that weekend, and instead of pushing through and doing my five-mile walk, as it was Saturday morning, I gave myself permission not to go for the walk. The migraine wasn't gone, but it was a lot less, and I listened to my body, and I'm celebrating that that day I made one small step toward not neglecting myself and choosing rest. I don't know if you're in that same spot as I was when I shared this with my friend, but I'm giving you, friend, permission to give yourself grace. Please know I'm still struggling with the uncomfortable when I choose me over others. And that's going to take a lot of time. However, I'm committed to doing it. I don't want to let my body check me out like what I shared at the beginning when I passed out at that uh, photo shoot. I know many of you are feeling the pressure right now. The season that we're in in October, which is almost over, is really hard. We are gaining a real sense of where our students are academically. The benchmark testing is starting and the paperwork. Oh gosh, the paperwork. On top of that, we are still in the midst of this pandemic and the critics are louder than ever. Our responsibilities are more than ever and it's the hardest hard we've ever faced in this profession. I want you to know, educators, I hear you, I see you, and join. I ask you to join me in putting your own needs first. No one else is going to step in and stop you from neglecting yourself. 
Let me repeat that. No one else is going to step in and stop you from neglecting yourself. You have to step in for yourself. I would also encourage you to find someone or some people to check in and ask you things like, are you getting enough sleep? Is there something that can wait or be put off so you can put you at the top of your list? Are you taking that on because you don't want the discomfort that comes with saying no? Or is it really something you desire to do? What permission slips are you writing for yourself so that you can give yourself grace and put yourself atop on your list? Hang in there, friend. It is okay to not be okay. Just don't do it alone. This is Kirsten Wilson, the Bulldog Educator, signing off. Please follow me um, on the Bulldog Educator as the Bulldog EDU on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I hope you have an opportunity to take a moment for yourself. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Bulldog Educator, hosted by yours truly, Kirsten Wilson. You can find the Bulldog Educator on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle at the Bulldog EDU. That's at the Bulldog EDU. You can also find us and content related to education and this podcast on our blog at thebulldogedu.org.